Here's a hint. It's a classic. It is a classic. Uh, the song is Hotness, because we're Hotness, and we, because we're worth it. Ow! <laughs> so, um, girl, we have an action-packed episode, so like, might as well just start. Yeah? Yeah, let's get right into it. Um, I'm excited. Okay, so I think we're starting out with Caliuchis. <laughs> songs which i love it's kind of like she's doing her own thing you you can feel like she's in her room she's in her head and she's making this for the radio and she's got this like pop vision but this is where it's very much coming together where um 
I don't know, it could really be top 40, but it's better than anything that's top 40 because it's, I don't know, it sounds way less cooked up. She's working with like, you know, real artists to do a pop song and it turns out to be magical in so many ways. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm not the biggest uh, Caliucci's fan, but like, I really dig this. Like, um, I'm generally like really bored by her, honestly. Like, I I get what she's going for. I get her feel, like her feel. But this is really different. I, this feels really fresh. It feels. Um, I like the throwback feel that she always has, but this, for some reason, just feels really modern. It feels young. It feels cool. I mean, there's a slightly '90s vibe, but that's like more recent than her usual throwback. Sure. Yeah, I definitely get that. Uh, and again, like, I really like. Um, sort of the addition of, like, these like, rappers or the MCs and the production. There's something really lush, very, like, fat about that bass. Yeah. Like, dum, 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 dum. I really appreciate that. I really like that. I actually found myself bopping to this. No, I, I really like, feel like, um, besides the fact that I feel like this could have been on the top 40, I feel like it could almost have been in the top 40 in, like, 1998. Oh, There's, yeah. like, it's got a very classic feel to it, and I feel like um, Kelly Uchis really has a strong sense for that. And I feel like that's what we're hearing here. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... But it's also very contemporary, you're right, because the 90s is a major touchstone right now. Yep. I mean, you know, everybody's just bringing that back, like, especially house music. Like, something like Azalea Banks, like, that's kind of, like, where her career kind of just blew up. It's just that she, like, kind of capitalized on these, like, 90s bass lines and, you know, like, 90s, like, sort of, like, electronic production. Like, songs like Licorice, for example, felt really 90s. Even the videos for her stuff, like definitely uh, pull from that aesthetic so uh, yeah i mean it's very in right now it's it's terrifying as someone who remembers the 90s quite well to think that we're living in a throwback era (sighs) i like it though because as like until this happened i missed the 90s ever since the year 2000 i've been missing the 90s i need a valium but i need to we can talk (laughs) about this first single and it came out in September. It's just the way
like there's a lot of people who say they do tropical pop, but I feel like this is true tropical pop. Yeah. I love everything about the production, her voice, everything. I'm getting like Harina de Marco vibes. Yeah. I'm getting like even a little bit of algo on a heapsio, like in that tropicalness. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely a lot more uh, accessible <laughs> than algo but like definitely like the sort of uh, that sort of tropical idea, that tropical indie. I love it. Yeah, and I like. I really feel like this is a thing that's coming into its own. And you know, although not that algo a heapsio isn't uh, listenable. Like um, Estrella Irregular is right. stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, and then it's it's interesting. Like the chorus can is like so euphoric and energetic, but then it goes like down into this like kind of a lull. But it's like it's but it's cool. It's like yeah. like rocking in a hammock. It's like almost if like um, calypso had been like what ended up become like getting was like the roots of dub instead of reggae. Cool. Yeah. So I've I've been uh, catching a lot of live music lately, Bev. Um, I saw Don Felder from the Eagles. Um, I got to see Buraka Som Sistema. Right. Um, which was really rad, and Alawala, who was incredible, open for them. Um, but one of the, but the show that I was most excited for that I saw recently was um, Las Piñas. Um, they're this little band from Argentina. They're really really cool, and they, you know, it was it was kind of a whole lineup of like lady punks, just women garage rockers. It was just a, like a whole lineup of women that was amazing. I'm bummed um, I missed that. It was really great. Um, this local band called. Um, Gina Davis opened for them and they were they were pretty cool they were very cute like they had like two songs they were like oh, find us on MySpace um, and so that was cool and then MySpace and then Bra- okay. yeah I know I was like okay girl um, and then Brain Freeze came on who are friends with Las Piñas who are another local band um, and they just tore that stage apart and it's just like uh, they're, ah. these two chicks um, one of them uh, she, she's just like American and then the other one, girl is from Spain but yeah I just want to play some music by both Brain Freeze and Las Piñas because um, again, they were in the same show. It was a match made in heaven, um, and just phenomenal, phenomenal, hard rocking ladies. All right, let's hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> find and like they're all on Bandcamp. they're really they're really 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 indie what i loved about them is that um so zoe and maria uh they're a couple they've been together for about three years and Aww. that's about as long as how the the band has been going and they're just so so cool and like the banter was super cool they were just like on the stage maria was she's the guitarist and zoe's the drummer they actually like got some some friend of theirs to like play bass a little bit he's like they were like yeah this guy just like learned the the the, the songs this afternoon so clap for him like buy him a beer he's a fucking trooper um and maria was like wasted and it was like it was re- they were really funny they started out with a song called blowjob that was just amazing um, they were just really, really cool, again, as garage punky as it gets. And then you got Las Piñas here, and by the way, shout out to listener Jonathan out in Chicago, who totally was like, hey, Las Piñas are, are doing this crazy tour of New York, uh, I'm sorry, of the U.S., you really gotta go check them out, they're so fucking rad. And they're from La Plata, uh, Argentina, which is just like this college town. It's just out- outside of Buenos Aires, right? Right, it's in the province of Buenos Aires, but it's like an hour or two away from like the city of Buenos Aires, 
Um, and they're just so fucking cool and so rad. And let's just listen to them a little bit more. I have a little bit of a story to tell you about. So this song is called Pizza? This song is called Pizza. Love it! poison so I, I, yeah. I was like uh, lady garage rock I'm like I know I'm gonna send this to her and she's gonna faint this sounds like the cutest thing that has ever happened have you ever heard of Las Piñas not until I sent it to you yeah I their album is spectacular I actually bought the CD from them um, I'll, I'll send it to you like it's like eight songs it's so it, and it's just like two minute songs it's like nah, nah, nah. all right they shred put that up this is like the this is like the shortest block I think we've ever had. What do you think? Because they were really short songs. Um, I really liked the first one um, a freeze. lot. Brain freeze because it's very uh, it's like fifty percent killed by death, fifty percent riot girl, and it just it just sounds like uh, they they must be amazing live. They were so fucking rad again. Like and they were just fun and chill, and they were like, hey man, like you guys really need to stay for Las Piñas. And mind you, this was at Cake Shop. They were like. 20 people in the audience. Everybody's just like, wasted, having a great time. And it's just like, you know what you're here for. You're, you're here to see, like, kick-ass indie. And, and was, jump up and down and spill beer on a stranger. That's yeah. exactly what we did. It was so good. Um, and, like, and again, I, um, Maria, Maria Villar, she's from Spain. She's from Madrid is what I saw, or at least what I found on their band camp. And, um, and Las Piñas are from Argentina, and Argentina and Spain have connections. So I'm sure that, like, you know, they had an auntie or a cousin in common or something. Um, and so like when Las Piñas took the stage, they, you know, their sound was like a little off and like you could see that there was something odd going on. And mm. so like Maria ran to the back. She's like, do you need my guitar? Like she went and got cables and she like, they replugged everything in. And so like, then like they really went in and, um, Rock and roll sisterhood in action. In why? Action. Okay. But I'm going to tell you why I wasn't there because I had a reason. <laughs> um, we're, we'll get to that in a, I think that's actually in our next block if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, and what was really cool is just like, I was seeing them and I was like, wait, aren't they a trio? Because it was just two of them. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, the guitarist and the drummer. And I'm like, it, you really couldn't really tell because the music just sounded great. Like, or like, it really was just this like wall of noise that was amazing. Um, but but I, I remember seeing them as a trio. And so like afterwards when they were done and everybody was just kind of hanging out and mingling and having a beer, I was like, hey, isn't it three of you guys? Um, and one of them was like, well, yeah, and, you know, and, like, we started this tour, like, uh, like, a month ago, and, like, we were all over South By, and when we finally hit L.A., our bassist, well, actually, she uh, was in San Francisco, she's like, our bassist met a guy, and, yeah, so, it's just... <laughs> that is not, hey! Yeah. Hey! Apparently, she, she just stayed behind in California, which is... I was like, well, that's kind of dope. I mean, I was like, that's really punk. And she's like, yeah, hey, it's cool. Yeah, and the one time I tried to start a band, I missed a practice because I was in Brooklyn with some dude. And that's, yeah. So anyway, it happens It happens to people. Oh, they didn't kick her it, out. Like, she yeah. just stayed. She was like, no, like, we'll figure it out later. Um, no, I was in trouble, but that's a long story. Whoops. Um, yeah, but I'm like, I'm super glad uh, that I got to see them. Um, and again, shout out to Jonathan for like really putting them, putting me onto them. Um, what's next, Bev? Ooh, so we've got Mula. They've got a new song. They are, you know, they are uh, an electronic group from the Dominican Republic. And you and I both love them very much. Mm-hmm. And they've got a few new songs, but this is the brand new, brand new one. So yeah. that's why we want to share it with y'all. Okay, and this is No Hay Manera. 
she's an inspiration. Oh yeah. She's still quite active. She just doesn't release music anymore. Well, you know, she's she's busy being an important literary figure. Hello. They kind of like remind me of like a Dembo Ladytron thing, and that's like they're almost like Electro Clash. Did you ever hear Mola before Mola? I mean, hear them before they were Mola because Mola's a new project. I mean, I remember Las Acevedo. Right. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because it was very like the Moldy Peaches. Um, it was very cute, very like acoustic guitar yeah, and a totally bongo. Totally different yeah. from this. So it well, was like indie pop. Well, right, and then like that's when they uh, they brought in Rachel Rojas, who like really was like okay, like I guess they wanted to take a new direction, and this she's already new... like an established producer. This so this is they... a new direction. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, this is this I'm... is not one eighty. This is just three sixty all around and like to the through the sky. Which, but I love that, and it's brilliant. It's like I love how like cool and smooth and icy they're yeah. making reggaeton. You know. Well, and they're like they're and they're building a lot of like really good hype. They're, this new single just got released via Apple Music. Um, yeah, no, they're they're doing good things. Wow. It's, it's working out for them. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's this here? So this is a, a producer from Dominican Republic. Also, you know, come on, young Dominicans, really making a difference here. Word. Um, and his name is Diego Raposo. He uh, he's from Santiago, my hometown, actually. Um, I even wonder if like I know the guy. Who knows? Um, and this is a song called Hi. really cool up-and-coming scene in DR right now that's very like there's this sort of boisterousness to general like Dominican life you know reggaeton and dembo and you know merengue and salsa are very loud and very like large and so, sort of like there's this new movement that's sort of like scaling it back a little bit like there there are these producers these electronic producers who are like really kind of like making loungy chill still dancey you know, and like obviously, there's a lot of cross pollination also with like hip hop. So, for example, Igor Raposo is part of another collective called um, La Ñapa, 
um, and they put out they put out a couple of mixtapes, and they're really good. Hmm. So definitely, you know, stay on the lookout for those. there's a certain point where like it can't get any more loud and so an artist is necessarily going to want to look at something and dial it back just because that's what you can do with it right i mean it's reactionary if you take yeah and i mean just like you know if you take something that's kind of quiet you're like what happens if we soup this up right you know what happens if we take a ballad and remix it into like over the top house you know who's like the best for like for like remixes oh yeah adele i can see that especially because it's like some you're like I guess this song is cool, but like, what could we do with it? I don't know. Let's give it a beat so we don't want to kill ourselves. Yep. Yeah. No, anyway. Adele, Adele at the club. That was like my life in, in South America. Like awesome. we were setting fire to the rain and the dance floor. Yes. The next artist that we're going to talk about, I'm really, really excited for. Um, he is new on, newish on the scene. He's been around for a bit, but like he's just now really starting to make waves. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about Dromedarios Magicos. He's from Mexico. Uh, he's based in Mexico City. He's from Chihuahua originally. Mm. Um, he's really cool. Um, he, he just plays this really cool, intense um, acoustic, acoustic guitar. Very like Juan Cirerol, but, you know, not like, but stable. Um, and That's not funny. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> and he, um, he's just been doing it for a while. And like his... You know, I, I read a really interesting piece about him. Just it was a very brief piece in Noisy, uh, Mexican Noisy. Um, you know, and they asked him, so like, what do you write about? What do you sing about? And he's like, oh, you know, just girls and, and my friends and, and, and music and money and girls and, and you know, like life and girls. Um, what else, I mean, really, what else is there? Right. You know? Like you gotta, you gotta prioritize. That's your pretty regular rock and roll stuff there. So. And he's and he's really rad. He's really just fun. Um, he does. Uh, if you go on his SoundCloud page, like, you'll find he has all these covers of other songs, like, but obviously by other art- artists. So he has. Uh, he's done covers of Marie Jose. He's done covers of AJ Davila. You know, um, even Javier Amena, which is really interesting because these are like sometimes even electronic or punk acts, and he just plays them acoustic, and it's really really rad. Um, and he just released a new EP called Temporada. Um, and so we're going to listen to a, a track off that. Um, and it's called Ese Dia No Es Hoy. Día te despiertas con las ganas de cambiar. Anoche te duermes sin ganas de despertar No hay nada en el mundo que te importe ya Salimos de la casa y aprendimos a aguantar Y un día llegaré Espero que estén ahí Que tú seas feliz Y que nadie diga 
se parece tanto a un infomercial Promesas extensas de garantía total Los tiempos han cambiado, ahora nada es igual Crecimos lentamente y maduramos al final It's a you know, very old school indie folk kind of a thing. Right. I'm like, yeah, it, it takes me back to like, you know, lots of like little house shows I used to go to. Yeah, it's energetic. It's sweet. I, I chose this song, which is actually like very like chill. Um, it's it's very delicate and it's very pretty. Um, but like still, I feel like it, it very much has his stamp. And again, I, I, you know, I am all about his covers. Like his covers just really have me like over the moon. I've just been playing them on repeat. But I wanted to feature something off the new EP. Uh, just because, like, he's awesome. And, like, on his band camp, he has everything priced in, like, Mexican pesos. So it's super, super affordable. I actually, like, bought that stuff. Like, you know me. I'm not one for really buying music. I, like, actually went out and bought all his stuff. Because it's like, you know, this is just a guy on his guitar really just trying to make some music. You know, let's just support. So next we're going to listen to Exnovias, um, a song called Lejos de Casa, which is really cool. Um, and so Exnovias is this side project that he has, which is really interesting. Um, it's uh, along with Alberto Bustillos. And they just put out an EP, just self-titled. Um, it's also on Bandcamp. I also bought it. Um, and it's just it's a, something a little different. Um, he has dancier stuff. Um, he has more chill stuff. But like you can see that this is... It's still kind of a rough cut. It sounds good. There's like two, it's like five, it's five songs and there's maybe like two or three that are really ready for like an album, but like there, you could see that they're still experimenting. It's still new. Um, of course, this is very different from their other project. Absolutely. Oh, Adromedarios is, is exclusively Diego. Um, but right. Well, this is, this is still, this is very different from Dromedarios Magicos. Absolutely. So. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Yes. 
Second shout out of the day. This one goes to Alberto in Mexico, in Monterrey, actually. Um, he is the one that told me about, about Ex Novias, and that's how I found out about Dromedarios. I've, oh. Yeah, I, I mean, Dromedarios has kind of been making the rounds. Like, again, he's he's friends with AJ Davila and with, like, Mari Jose. So, like, I, his name gets thrown around a lot. Um, but it was Alberto that put me onto Ex Novias, and I really, really dug it. So I was like, all right, I really got to look into this guy. Um, so, again, shout out to him. Thanks for listening. Hi, Alberto. <laughs> Ball is in your court. What do you got? Okay, I've got a song that like I've been wanting to talk about on the song mess for a little while. I um, it's he's from Brazil. He's from mm-hmm. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. His name is Lineker, and I don't understand why he's not globally famous yet because this is the mo- This is the best song I've heard all year. It is just I'm in love. Just just play it. A gente fica mordido, não fica Dente lave o teu jeito de olhar Me lembro do beijo em teu pescoço Do meu toque grosso Com medo de te transpassar Com 
there's just like the slightest undercurrent of samba mm-hmm. in like what is otherwise you know pretty straightforward but 
fantastic soul music. Like, it's still tropical. It's still chill. It's still jazzy. Like, it has its hands in a lot of genres without getting, like, blurry. I think that's what it makes it so contemporary. Mm. You know? People don't usually think of, like, you know, laid-back uh, acoustic soul music as being very modern. Yeah. You know, it, but this is... It's not even, like, neo-soul. This is just... This is contemporary music that is that is soul. He's incredible. The whole EP is amazing. I just want everyone to be talking about him. Is he new? Like, I mean... Pretty new, yeah. Because I've been, I've been hearing about him, but, like, he, he was definitely buzz, buzzed about last year. Yeah, I think that's when he, like, sort of broke out, you know? Yeah. He put out that video, because, like, he's... Yeah, it went viral. I mean, he's very queer, like, which is awesome. I yes, mean, yes, visibility... we, should mention, we should probably mention that. We are mentioning it. I mean, this is it. Um, yeah, I really like that. Like, I mean, because he was, like, styled to perfection. He's just beautiful. Oh, yeah, he's just and... really beautiful. Um, like, he had, like, the, kind of, like, the head wrap with the septum piercing and, like, the skirt. It was really, really beautiful and just, you know, very unassuming, just really giving you kind of, like, Eartha Kitt vibes. Just, like, yeah. really just really yeah, commanding he is, the stage. He's as, he is as gorgeous and cool as this song. Right. So it's just, everything about that video is perfect. It's a live video, though. And like, I don't know, there's like all these cool kids in his band and the backup singers and you just want to know about them. I just, I just want to meet those kids and be like, so what's up, you know? You kind of just want them like to finish like their thing and then just hang out for a while. Just, it's a party really. Just, oh yeah, we just did this thing. Sorry about it. Sorry to interrupt. But let's just mingle and hang out and like, you know, pass the drinks, girl. Like, it's fine.
So this is Daime Aracena. Mm-hmm. She's singing the song Madres. Mm-hmm. She's from Cuba. And no, she has a lot of buzz. So, you know, but I still thought it was important to talk about her because she, you know, she made her New York debut. She made a big splash at South by Southwest. Yep. You know, um, everybody's talking about her. She's on Giles Peterson's new label. So it's sort of, and then also she's fantastic. So I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from her. So I just wanted to, like, put this song on here and have us talk about it a little bit because, like, you know what? Just close your eyes and listen. It's as beautiful to listen to this song as, you know, falling rain. Yemaya is an Orisha. She is a um, Daime is she's very serious about her spirituality. Absolutely. You know, um, she is she's studying Santeria and I think that's another beautiful thing about this music because I listen to it and it sounds spiritual and it is spiritual. So that's that's very that's very cool for me and well, the Santeria tradition is very strong in the Caribbean. I mean, sure. in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Cuba. It's it's. I mean, it's some in some, in many places because these are strongly Catholic uh, countries. Uh, it's kind of frowned upon. In other places, it's it's more accepted. It's kind of just like a a folkloric sort of practice. Um, you know, and but and, but there is strong belief in these. Like a lot of people like, growing up in Dominican Republic, it was they were very afraid of anybody who was. Uh, doing Santeria because they were like, oh, you don't want to get on their bad side because, like, you know, they'll seek the spirits on you. Like, you know. Which, come on. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of superstition that, like, you know, bleeds into uh, religiousness, you know? Um, and that's what, that's the thing about Santeria. It's just, like, it is sort of like that African spirituality that meets that Christianity. And it's just, like, even the fact that Christianity is still in there, like, you know, devout Catholics will still be afraid of it. Um and I think it's, you know, I think obviously fear is rooted in ignorance and lack of understanding, you know, like there is very much like Yemaya, for example, she's like a mother. And this, this song is called Madres, Mothers, you know. Um, you know and she's connected to the ocean. Yep, absolutely. So is... She's a life giver. She's a warrior. Um, and it, it's funny like that the song is called Madres because I feel like she's, she's whispering to us. Like she's, she's, you know, nurturing us. Like. Yeah, no, I, it is like there's a there's like a well she brings this maternal spirit absolutely. into the song. It, it is very much it, it feels like an invocation to me. I just I like I, I want a hug, like I feel like no, the like, song is like a hug. I feel like I'm being hugged. It's a big hug. I feel like my mom is hugging me. I feel warm, like that sort of kind of fami- like family intimacy, like you know, just like of being embraced by a parent. And like it's it's interesting that you brought up you know some of the prejudice against Santeria because. Uh, you know, it's the roots of so much music we love. You know, it's very deep in um, salsa, even like the classic era from yeah. the 70s, you know. So it's there. And then right now, I think it's very cool that there are artists like Daime and Ibeyi, who are you right. know, also Cuban, 
who like you know they're very out about this and like they're they're put, they're really foregrounding it maybe even more than ever. Absolutely, and I think that's a beautiful thing, you know. And to a certain degree, it, it makes them seem almost more exotic to the audience. Um, I'm not saying I'm not suggesting that they're capitalizing that at all. I don't. I, I'm not that much of a cynic. Um, but like, there's def- that definitely adds to the mystique, to the mystery, to the aura, you know, of what might make the show uh, an exciting. Uh, experience it might like it, it it you know anything that like sort of borders on the religious or on the spiritual is instantly more compelling that's true so it's interesting you know in that sense because you know it's very truthful because this is like such a part of the music so never never hide that at the same time it does create it does make it a little bit complicated if somebody who's like very much an outsider to that tradition is approaching it. Yep. At the same time, I wonder what's it like, you know, for somebody who grew up with that to hear this music, you know, and be like, well, I mean, are you going to be like, ah, oh, yes. You know, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Well, and I also wanted to be clear that, you know, Daimerosena is not like a santera. Like she's not just here singing about like Yemaya and the Orishas. Like, you know, she's, She's doing jazz, she's oh, doing yeah. funk, she's doing disco. You know, it's all there because that's who she is. But, like, that's not, like, in you know, that's not her subject matter in every song or anything. It's just what we're listening to right now. So, like, I don't want you guys to think that, like, if you want to, like, listen to more of her stuff, that you're really just going to be, like, downloading some sort of, you know, religious oh. album. That's not what it is. Yeah, and, this you know, is, it's really, it, yeah. it is really good that you pointed that out. Because, for one thing, it's, like, you know, there's all these things that people have with the Cuban music. Like, well, is this authentic? Right. And, like, to me, this is, like... This is her art, and you know she has studied traditional Cuban music. She studies jazz, and this is like the soul music that she's making. Mm-hmm. And you know, to me, there could be nothing more authentic than that. Um, but it's also very, very contemporary. So like, it, it ties back to Lineker in a way where it's like these Absolutely. are both. This is both like examples to me of like really incredible contemporary soul music. Um, but yeah, I went with that song because I love it. It's off her album. Um, but she has a song called Don't Unplug My Body that's being pushed a little bit more as the single. And it is, it's more like just, you know, uh, very direct North American type soul music. Right. It's great. You can groove to it. But this song, I don't know, just it moves me so much that that's the one I wanted to play for you. I'm really, I'm really thrilled. I'm really glad that you, that you brought that in. Um, and so we've reached the end of the show. Um, we're going to, before we play our last track, um, I want to tell you guys a story. And I guess, Bev, I'm telling you this story, and everybody else is just kind of eavesdropping. Rude. Story time. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play a song uh, off a new compilation that came out. It's called uh, Nueva Musica Chilena. Um, and it came out a month ago. It came out really recently. Um, and it's, uh, it is, a again, a compilation of different, like, uh, underground up-and-coming musicians from Chile, rock music uh, specifically. Like I'm in, already rock. excited. Right. Um, and, you know, there were all, again, all these really cool up-and-coming names that were featured on there. Um, and there's been a bit of controversy around it um, because, like, the, uh, obviously the music and the talent behind it is excellent and, like, the intention is obviously to bring attention to, you know, musicians that are not hippie, Javier Amena. You know, like, not the big ones, like, you know, people that are right now cutting their teeth on Santiago stages, really. Like, because these are bands, like, that are Santiago-based. Which, um, like, this is exciting because, like, uh, I, I'm i probably, like, the person who would be most excited about this because, like, I like Jefe, I like Javier Amena, right. but I, and I wonder what else is going on, and I don't, to be honest, I don't know. Absolutely. You know? And so they're really, um, you know, I, I, about, like, I, I, I listened to the album, um, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Again, it's like, you know, um, it's called, again, uh, Nueva Musica Chilena, Pop de Guitarras en Chile. So it's like guitar pop. So like, this is just, you know, hard, this is rock and roll. I could right? not be more pumped. Okay. Right. And so, um, you know, there there was a bit of a controversy here because this compilation, you know, it, compilations with different artists, especially upcoming artists, you know, you it, it's a lot of like cat wrangling, you know? Mm. Um, and so they involved uh, Christian Hain. Um, and you know some some music press, and so when it was released, it came out as hey Christian Hain curated and you know is responsible for these bands happening, which is not at all the case. Um, blog posts and you know Firestorm and even many of the bands have actually come out and been like 
you know, we really appreciate the opportunity. We're so glad that attention is, you know, coming to this project and that, you know, we're so lucky to be a part of, of, of this sort of scene and that, you know, it's being embraced positively. But Christian Hain, who is, by the way, for those who aren't clear, Christian Hain is the superstar producer behind Alex Anvanter and Javier Amena and Jepe. But Christian Hain didn't really have anything to do with this. He was, um, he was kind of like the liaison to have it made. Um, but like what a lot of the people have said is just like he, until six months ago, didn't really know who these bands were. Um, he's like never seen them live, doesn't know like what's going on. So he's kind of just putting his name on something yep. and taking credit for a project that that's really disappointing yeah, it, to it, hear. It, it's really lame. Um, and I mean, like that's the, the case. It came, is... out, it came out in the newspaper. Like the, the, the title of the article was like, you know, um, new compilation featuring like, you know, young voices, um, new compilation from like the architect of Chilean music, Christian Hain, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, and and many of the bands, like for example, Niños del Cerro, um, wrote this really um, sort of like heartfelt, like you know, trying to be respectful, but at the same time trying to be clear. They wrote on Facebook. They posted like the the the, the, the newspaper article, and they were like, "Look, you know, we're thrilled for the opportunity, and we're thrilled that like you know we got to do this, but it's also like really shameful." that they're trying to say that like Christian Hain is responsible for our work or anybody else's work um you know different and it like and again the compilation features some really really great up and coming names like Playa Gotica, Paracaidistas, Chini and the Technicians, you know a lot of really really interesting uh people and you guys should really go check it out um it's I believe the compilation is available for free download on Super 45 which is uh, like an online magazine mm -hmm. in Chile um and yeah, there's there's all this controversy, and it just it kind of speaks a little bit to sort of that I don't want to say sold out, but there is sort of a um, kind of a an unsavory attitude towards Christian Hain in a lot of indie music in Chile. Hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of people in Chile do feel a little raw because it's just like where the indie becomes mainstream. Ah, uh, Jepe yeah. and Javier Amena, then everybody's expected to make that kind of music, and everybody that's not making that kind of music doesn't really receive attention. This this can sort of happen sometimes, Absolutely. where like you know, like um, they talk about in that documentary Salad Days uh, about hardcore in DC that like Discord Records was getting all this attention, and it sort of like defined the scene and like sucked attention away from everything else and kind of like unbalanced things and like came to define dc hardcore which right. is like if you weren't part of that was like a difficult thing but then you know the argument the other argument is like you know well i would made a label and put out my friends bands and my bands and or so it's like i someone else could have started a label i don't know but yeah it's what i'm saying is like this is a dynamic that turns yeah. up and it's it's difficult i mean it's like the whole like corporate greed you know art and like where at what point do do you like start caring more about money than you care about the art hmm. blah blah yada yada the the general struggle of of the artist so, so like, they're saying he's gone hollywood and he's out of touch and absolutely like, so he should and he did some things that he should not have done absolutely that well you know when you said you were gonna tell me a story i thought this was gonna be a happy story <laughs> well that... it's it's a story it's a relevant story it's a story of struggle it's a story and like i guess the message here is you know and young artists growing pains absolutely and i mean the, i guess the message here is like young artists keep working keep killing it keep doing your thing don't let anybody try to tell you otherwise just you know whatever you're doing whatever you're feeling that's just what you got to do um and just you know stay true to your art and just, you know, make rad music. That's that's what we're here to do. And, I mean, that's what we want to hear, and that's what we want to promote. Well, okay. Now that you've bummed me out, um, mm -hmm. are we going to get to listen to some of this music? Yes. We're going to listen to uh, a track by Paracaidistas, which is from the compilation. Um, it's called Postmodernismo. It's just, again, a hot, hard rockin' song. Here we go. And thank you guys for listening to Song Mess.
always follow us at SongMest on Instagram and Facebook, SongMest Music on Twitter, and email us at songmestmusic at gmail. Con un chiste de pato de palabra